Welcome back to Festival Tales podcast, you guys. I am so excited. You get a solo episode with Aid, but we brought a friend along. I brought my friend Frisky Hug on to join me today as a guest. We will dive into the stories he has for us today. But first up, just want to tell you guys that we still have a giveaway going on. So if you guys submit a festival story to us, either by at the link in our bio on our Instagram or you can DM us. Um, we are getting those stories in and you can win a custom pashmina for festival season. So if you want to submit a story to us, we would absolutely love it. Just leave a username or email if you submit at the form. Um, and you can find that link in the show notes, link in bio, everything like that. And then last thing, this episode is brought to you by the stage. So if you like other festival related content, go to stagehoppers.com and you can find other podcasts, vlogs, YouTubers, everything like that. So we want to just give a shout out to the stage. Um, We have a lot of ground to cover in today's episode, so I want to get to it quick. But those were a little bit of all the announcements. Feel free to share this episode with a friend, rate, review, subscribe, get your festival stories in and everything like that. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Frisky Hug. (laughs) Welcome to Festival Tales Podcast. If you want to give an overview as to who you are, where you live, what you do, everything like that, uh, welcome to Festival Tales Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, So for those of you that don't know, um, I'm a festival content creator. Um, I basically try to like sum it down to I go to raise the festivals and I enjoy vlogging about it. Um, That's just the basis of it. I also have a YouTube channel um, for like tips and tricks, guides, other types of vlogs, cool stuff like that. Um, I've been really getting into the scene though, as more of like an icon rather than like an influencer type. Um, there's like subgenres to like what kind of content creator you can be. <laughs> there's like a ton of them, so it's like it's very specific, right? Because like yeah. a lot of content creators would influence, but not a lot of influencers make content. If that makes any sense, unless you have an OnlyFans and you do both, I guess. So yeah, but um, so you're an icon. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for me too. <laughs> How long have you been doing it? Just so people know. <sighs> um, so I have been raving for about 10 years or so. Um, I didn't come up with the name Frisky until 2013, which is still a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of when I started that whole thing. And slowly but surely, eventually, um, everything just started climbing from there. Um, it recently, it recently has taken off in the last like five years, but, um, uh, I come from like a gaming background. So if, like, you see this video, I have a gaming shirt on. I do love to game. <laughs> I used to be big time gaming YouTuber. Um, and then I kind of just shifted to raving and EDM stuff because I thought that I had a lot to offer to the community as someone who's been doing it for so long and still doing it. I thought maybe, um, you know, and I'll get into kind of like how I help in when we start talking about uh, abduction and stuff um yeah the rave dad in me kind of came out and i'm not a rave dad <laughs> so i was gonna yeah, say you're more like the rave uncle of the group like the fun yes, crazy one always loud jumping around <laughs> it's exactly what i what i call myself is like i'm the rave uncle right i'm like um because the, there i get put i get really high stress sometimes and i don't like stress and i don't like that's why I don't like taking control at all times. Like I'll let somebody else do it. I just kind of follow yeah. and do my own thing. Um, but this scenario put me in a situation where I had to be the rave dad because nobody else could be. And I was like, mm. oh man, there was a part of me in the back of my head going, how can I just ditch everyone? And everyone's just on their own. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about abduction. That was the big thing that happened this past weekend. For those that don't know, Insomniac hosted a one day festival. It was right in Orlando, Florida. Um, and it, there was a whole thing that happened behind it. So I'm going to let Frisky tell his story about everything that went down this past weekend. So it was chaotic, you know, but we thought chaotic in a good way. I mean, every content creator, every influencer, every artist you can think of was going to be at that show. Um, so we're all excited and I'm actually getting like anxiety because I feel fear that I'm not going to be able to say hi to everybody that I want to like mm. you know there's only so many hours in a day you're like dude how can I do that so I was gonna host a meetup for radiate and I was gonna have the radiate fam and a bunch of other fam that I have all collectively say hi at the same time we could take a group picture and then that way I don't feel so bad um so I was uh, squatted up with deepler princess and chubby wubby for this and we we got ready super early because my thought was, you know, if I'm the first one there, then there's no way I'm missing my own meetup, right? Um, <laughs> that was the intention. So we get there super early. We took our pictures um, outside and, you know, we, we get in flawlessly and everything seemed good. We were, we, we met up with Rave Dora. We mm -hmm. met up with Stream Queen. We met up with, you know, we, everybody was there. Um, uh, and, Taylor's Bruno was there. Oh my God, I could go with the names of who was there. Was so yeah, many people. Yeah, there was a lot of people there. So fun, right? And then the wind starts picking up. You're like, oh, that's weird. Like, and then the signs start falling on people. Like people were like legitimately getting hurt. And oh the speakers start spinning because there's the winds are just so high. And there's like dust in my eyes. And I take out my goggles that I had. And then deeper person's like, oh, that's a great idea. It takes my goggles from me. I'm like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> But it's okay, you know, uh, yeah. chivalry isn't dead. So, yeah. you know, go for it. <laughs> uh, we love that for her. So I'm like, take the goggles. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they um, they turn off the music. And it was really weird because our friend was still outside in line. And the event looked really packed. And I'm like, how are there still people outside? Like, did they mm. overbook the show? I don't know. Mm. Like, it was already packed inside people are outside still and we're like all questioning what's going on why have people been outside for an hour we don't know yeah there was no communication as to what was going on the next thing we know is about an hour and a half after it started the djs get on stage and go hey show is canceled everybody gotta evacuate right now um from what i heard is the um, the city police department came by and said you guys gotta shut down the event uh because there is a high wind warning Oh. Um, and people were already getting injured from the stuff falling on people. And yeah, that was, that was it. End of story. And we all had to evacuate. And now you're looking at thousands of people outside, like on the streets, blocking yeah. traffic. We don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. I'm with Deepler Princess and Chubby Wubby. And I have all of my other friends too with me. Somehow we get mixed up and separate be between all the, like everybody going everywhere. And now we're trying to, like find, find us all over again and group up so we can figure out a game plan. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. Where are the after parties? Can we all fit at the bars? You know, yeah. is that something we're, we are all interested in? So Deepler Princess and Chubby Wubby went to a hotel called the Marriott. They tell me, hey, go to the courthouse Marriott. So I go to that with like 20 people behind me. <laughs> I'm the only one sober and I'm oh like, oh my gosh. And, th and this is the consequence about being a sober raver is you will have to sometimes 
make sure your friends are okay, right? So that yeah. is the thing. But 20 of them, um, <laughs> I had a whole squad because like there are people there that's met me from other raves and and yeah. festivals and they want and they wanted my energy, they wanted to be with me, they wanted to yeah. be under my wing. And I was like, okay, You're like, yeah, I'm not gonna say <laughs> no to people. So come on, 20 of us. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of people. Um, and we finally got to the Marriott, which was honestly like five blocks away and we're we finally get there and i'm like hey maria which is you know chubby wubby for those of you that don't mm-hmm. know i'm like maria where, where are you guys um and she goes we're at the marriott i'm like well me too she goes oh i must have missed you turns out they were at a different marriott oh no <laughs> so now i'm like okay i cannot take 20 people with me to, the, to another to the, place like, <laughs> I, I just can't i can't i'm, I'm already stressed out like from, yeah. from, 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 from being a rape dad, being a rape dad is stressful. I don't know how people, I'm being mom, rape moms I get rape, it. yeah, I don't know how people handle like being in high stress situations, coming up with the plans, coming up with everything. Like, this is what we're doing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I told them you guys find your way to this address <laughs> and I, I'm going to go get Dom and Maria. So we separated again. I'm like, here's the address. This is, we're going to meet you guys make it work. Find a way of getting there. I just can't, I can't, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, the yeah. Red Enemy only had a limit. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the other Marriott and then that's where um, uh, Kylie Atkins was there. So her group okay. was there, we're hanging out with, with them. And then um, we were kind of like bouncing around hotels. Cause we, now we had to say hi to everybody cause everybody was there. Yeah. Um, our end result is we go back to my buddy's place which is where, um, where me, Dom and Maria were, um, staying for the weekend and we're like hey we'll just throw our own party so we invited a bunch of people that we knew there was maybe like 30 35 people um just coming in and out like different people in and out and yeah we had fun we made the best of what we could uh, what we could there was some talk about going to the bars every single bar you have to imagine thousands of people from the festival went to the bars yeah so they were at mass capacity there were people waiting two to three hours in line just to get into the bars Wow. Like it wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. Right. So we thought that we thought of that ahead. Like we cannot fit 35 people into the bars. We'll separate. It's not a good idea. Let's not do it. Let's just stick together because as long as we have each other, we'll be fine. Um, yeah. But the people were telling me that they were having parties in the parking lots, parties, like just random street corners, <laughs> like people brought speakers and just jamming on the cars. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, yeah. We did the best of what we could. But there was a lot of talk about like, you know, why did it get to this? Why, why did we cancel the event? The high winds actually stopped after 30 minutes. Oh, really? So Yeah. So somebody decided to storm abduction, go back inside. And I took it as like, oh, they're, they're reopening. So then my entire squad, we're all running, trying to get inside. And we separate even more. And that was kind of where <laughs> some of the chaos came from. And that stressed me out even more. I'm like, we, we did this to ourselves. We literally try to rampage abduction. Um, so we did the most of what we could the next day, um, gets even worse because like abduction being canceled because of high winds, the airport now was canceled because of high winds and thunderstorms and stuff like that. So I wake up in the morning and I'm already getting DMS from some of our like uh, content creator friends saying like, they can, they stay over at, at my place. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, that like all flights are canceled. I'm like, oh, dude, is my flight canceled? So I head to the airport and my flight is delayed. Cool. Then it's canceled. And then I'm like, okay, now what do I do? I'm like, so I go, they tell me I have to go to the ticketing area. The ticketing line is two hours long. Um, oh my gosh. Gonna, yeah. 
so they sent me an auto email saying the next available reschedule because of how like everybody was trying to get to same places um was friday i'm like i work monday through yeah. friday dude i can't just stay in orlando for friday no that's like so i had a book a 500 flight for like then like that next day with a, a different airline um oh my goodness cost me a lot of money i had friends that try to get rental cars all rental cars were booked out um they paid they had to go to other places they paid 800 for a car for a night and they drove like 12 hours home and we're just oh finding ways of getting back home it was a shit show which is crazy brings me back to the me questioning abduction same thing happened at the airport no, no where was the thunderstorm yeah where was the lightning where was the wind it yeah. was like projected but nothing happened nothing it was oh like oh my day. gosh that's so crazy I didn't know about all that stuff after but it makes sense because I feel like I didn't see anything from anyone on Sunday <laughs> but and I, I thought it was because people were recovering but honestly they're probably oh, just no. dealing with like the shitty travel situation of trying yes. to get home it was which so makes it bad. even worse because like a lot of people have one they've been very spiteful and hateful on like social media and stuff but like there's been some people that it like is man that sucks you guys like flew out to that event like had to pay all that money and then on top of that had to spend even more money just to get home like i feel so bad for you guys you get us you get us because that's 100 percent. like and i and i was like gosh i just really wanted to post my pictures the next day make my vlog post it and that was the idea i wanted to get good content the next day it's fresh in everyone's mind but i'm like dude i I actually, and I'm going to get like a little like sincere. I had like a panic attack. Cause so I have, I have, I don't know what the exact word for it is. I keep forgetting, but I have like line phobia. So being in line Mm. for that, like two hours, just to get another flight, just to be told that it's not going to be until Friday, gave me a panic attack. And I had to literally go outside of the airport and I just bawled my eyes out because it was just so stressful. And I call my friends. I'm like, I like, I don't know what the plan is, but please pick me up. I cannot be at this airport anymore. I've been here for about eight hours and I'm done. Like, yeah. I can't be there. I can't be, I can't do this. I booked a flight right then and there so the next day. And like, I don't care how much money it costs. Just get me out of here. Like, yeah. And there, and I, yeah, everybody dealt with the same thing. And that's, that's why, yeah. Nobody's been posting anything about abduction. Not that we don't have content for it. We took a bunch of pictures and stuff. Just, it's just really hard to put your mind into something when you're dealing with so much. Yeah, no, totally. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I'm glad you made the most of it, what you could. And I'm glad you got back safely because yeah, that seems like a nightmare. I, I've only dealt with one weather thing and that was Ubby Dubby, which yeah. were you at Ubby Dubby? I wasn't, I wasn't there that year. Okay. No, yeah, I heard so about it. Yeah. Ubby Dubby, the hurricane of Ubby Dubby, but that was towards the end of the festival anyway. So like we still got a whole festival. So I can't imagine like only being an hour and a half into a festival and it's like, oh, no. You well, gotta go home. <laughs> luckily, as content creators and as veteran ravers and like yeah. us in those categories that we've been doing it for a while, we know to get there super early. So yeah, I exactly. feel bad. I feel bad for two type of people. The first people are the people who uh, came late, um, which they thought was pretty early, right? But mm-hmm. came late enough to where they stood in line for an hour and never even saw the inside. Yeah, That's the first type of people that I feel bad for. The second type of people I feel bad for are the people who took acid right before <laughs> entering the festival and now are completely lost and wondering what is going on. All they hear is evacuate, evacuate. I'm like, oh I feel so bad. And I told this guy, like running me past by me, he goes, this is crazy. I'm like, hey, at least you're not on acid. He goes, I am. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, are you okay? Do you need like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how that happened. I thought of another weather thing that happened. Electric Forest 2018. We had to evacuate because of a thunderstorm and we were able to mm-hmm. go back in after like an hour. 
but there were people that were like tripping out on acid and were just like totally freaking out because like uh, people kind of like panic yeah. and then they start making exit like yeah ay, ay, ay. it's just it's, i felt so bad for those people and some of those people were people i was taking care of which is probably why i felt more stressed than i normally would have because like i know where they're at in their mind I'm like they're not in a good place right now and they need to be taken care of and like i'm like one of the only people that can do that right now I'm, like so i felt like i felt like a lot of pressure you yeah. Know? Yeah. I definitely, I was talking to Emma about this, just like about thinking about harm reduction going into festival season and like how people are just going to kind of go like balls to the wall, you know, like dropping yeah. acid before they get in a yeah. festival and like stuff like that. And I definitely want to do a podcast episode about it. Talking about like being safe, you guys, like maybe wait to drop the acid, 100%. Um, taking, knowing your limits and everything like that. Cause you never know when situations like this could happen. And so it's funny, uh, Emma, Emma like actually did reach out. She's like, she's like, um, are you alive? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Emma, I'm going through so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at least I made a story to tell. Are you um, posting the vlog still? Is that coming up still? I am because um, there's a lot of like, still a lot of good content on there. Okay. Um, like there's still like the whole morning of me with, with Dom and Maria and yeah. then there's still the part where we were at, in line. I did. I mean, I have like an hour worth of Rave Dora dancing. So. Oh my gosh! Yes, iconic. What a queen. Yeah. Oh he. Oh my god! It, it, it was like that's so funny because at the after party that we that we hosted, um, I was telling people like, hey, like you know, if this all happened where, but at least I got to meet Rave Dora. Like to me, that was like a win yeah and rave dora was so sweet you know so like you know it definitely wore my heart to at least have met somebody that i wanted to meet and haven't yeah. had the chance to and then it's funny because like 10 minutes later um sequoia comes by i don't know if you know sequoia um mm -hmm. it's one of maria's friends and she she goes oh i'm so bummed but at least i met rave dora and i'm like dude i just said that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the best i don't think i've met rave dora i'm do you know if he she is going to edc oh that is a good question. And I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm dressing up as rave Dora the first day. I'm, I did it back in 2017 for EDC and I want to bring it back. Dude, I, like, that would be so iconic. If you did that. Yeah. And then, like, you if I could get a photo him, like, picture. Yeah. <laughs> I would freak out. I would freak out. That'd be so iconic. But they would be the best. Um, but thanks for sharing all those stories about abduction. Did you have any other stories, stories you wanted to share today? Oh, uh, we can, we can definitely get some stories and, um, so let's talk about my first EDC. Ooh, um, yes. some, somebody actually wanted me to touch up on this because I made a TikTok about it. And somebody was like, uh, we need more info. This is like a good story. So oh, let's, let's do it. Let, let's put this out. I don't, I, and I don't know who, who I stitched either. But um, so first EDC was 2013 or 2012, one of those two years. And I, I get to the hotel um, with my buddies who I literally told them last minute. It was like the day before. Can I stay with you guys? I didn't even decide I was going to go to EDC till the day off. And I literally bought a ticket from a random stranger, went straight to EDC. Right. Wow. And it was like a full send type of like last minute thing. Well, I, I, I'm still very new to the rave scene, you know, to the point where like me drinking a lot of alcohol was very normal. And mm -hmm. I had like, I had a really big alcohol problem and I went to AA in the future and stuff like that. But I, at this moment I still had, you know, alcohol problems. And I, oh, I, I drink a little too much. Um, 
I somehow got to the car when we drove to the event and my friend just left me in the back seat because I was like belligerently passed out, like blackout. Oh my nothing. gosh. I wake up, don't know what's going on. Never been to EDC before. So I don't even know how to get to like the entrance. So I make my way there and we're going through security or whatever. And I just start feeling so sick. And I just throw up like projectile vomit all over this dude. Just like <gasps> ruin his entire rave outfit. Oh my and God. This girl saw that and she like, um, this guy's about to beat me up, you know? And then he calls security and I'm running away. This girl grabs my hand, random girl, doesn't even know me, grabs my hand and is like maneuvering me, like get through the crowd and stuff. He's like, come with me. Like, like I saw what happened. I'll make sure they don't catch you. I'm like, you know, like, like a little sweetheart. <laughs> and the cops are still chasing me. And we finally like are able to like get away from them. Like I still see their heads like trying to look for me. And I'm just like, dude, yeah. I'm wearing like this whole angry bird outfit. So they, they can spot me. I'm a huge red target. <laughs> um, and we finally get through security or whatever. And we lose those. We lose everybody. I get inside and we like part ways, but it's like the sweetest thing. We take pictures uh, up at the front and I, I leave. Somebody's question was, you know, did you make it inside? So wherever, if you, wherever that is, if you're listening, yes, I made it inside. <laughs> I escaped them. It, it, it was all smooth. Um, but I am still very much drunk. Um, and I don't know where to go. Don't have the map. Don't know who's playing. I'm oh so belligerent, but I, I, I am like blacking in and out. So I do remember some of it. And I decide that drinking more is probably the answer. So I go and drink more. Um, next thing I know... I am blacking in and out. And the parts where I'm like blacking back in, I'm making out with random people, just constantly <laughs> making out, making out, hugging people, making out, which is to where I got my name, Frisky Hug. Um, just one crazy ass night where I had no limits with my alcohol and, and, and somebody that I actually made friends with because of these hugs. He just thought it was super funny. And he was like, hey, like, you should let me take, you should let our, our group take care of you. Like, you look like you're in, like, a really bad shape. And I'm like, that's super <laughs> nice. So I'm like, I'll take your, like, <laughs> yeah. I'll take your advice. I'll go with you guys. And that guy, his name uh, is Mike. And he gave me my rape name. Um, but I lose them. I black out again. And I wake up in the middle of some grass patch literally and everyone's like leaving and i'm like i have no idea what happened all i know is i have like a shit ton of missed calls from my friends waiting for me in the car <laughs> oh my gosh what time was that at like 5 a.m six oh six a.m <laughs> <laughs> how did the rest of that edc go um so there was a lot more control the other two nights okay I learned my lesson from day from day one didn't throw up on anybody didn't go belligerent um I, I actually went back and stayed with uh, with that guy, Mike, uh, his crew. Okay. Just, they were just super chill. And I stayed with him one more time for the second day. And for the third day, I just went solo. But I was like completely like moderation was key kind of yeah. deal. And I made some like lifelong friends. And we all kind of stuck nice. together. Just random people I just met. And um, But when I went back home, back to the hotel, there was a situation with our roommates. Um, one of the girls had taken too much shrooms. And mm -hmm. she had like a schizophrenic type episode where she thought one of the other guys was talking shit about her the entire time. And she kicked him out of the hotel and he had to find somewhere else to sleep. And I'm just like, hey, I hope this doesn't like involve me because I have like nowhere else to go. And you're my right yeah. back. Yeah. This guy, she didn't care. She, that, this guy had to find his own way back home, his another place to sleep because she had like a complete like shroom trip episode. And she to this day, she swears he said all those things because it's like, I don't know. It's like, 
one of those oh psychotic things. And I've seen this happen before because it's happened to like uh, friends that were close to me. And all of a sudden we had like a falling out because to this day, they believe I said things or did things. I'm like, you're just really like on something. And like, I don't know how else to tell you that you're wrong besides you're wrong. Yeah. You know, like. It's just one of those scary things that come with taking substances like that, that you have to be really careful about. Cause like, sometimes you might just have some underlying condition that you didn't know about that. Like a trip can bring that out. So that's like, so crazy that that happened. That was EDC and stuff. Um, there is a story, um, about Halloween. I went to, it's called now escape from psycho circus or, um, it used to be called escape from wonderland when I was going. Yeah. Yeah. And I was dating a girl who had a twin brother and in this whole series of things, um, I end up taking stuff and I, I'm the one that's crazy now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally think, I don't know what it is, but I, 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 cause they're twins. I thought that it was the same person. And anytime that she left, it was still him. And every time he left, I thought it was like, and it was like weird. Cause they're twins. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. And, and I don't know if you guys ever um, have gone to escape um, from psycho circus or however they call it now. Um, but Pasquale puts on a, like an amazing production when it comes to Halloween. Like yeah. there is a lot going on and um, I suggest going sober <laughs> to these Halloween ones because everything seems realistic. Like he had like a burning mm. building, like, like, but it wasn't burning building. He just had like really nice, cool flames that looked like the building was on fire. And it was like a prop that he did. And he, and I was like, I'm like, is there someone inside like burning? Like, should we help? Like, <laughs> I am yeah. not in the right mind state right now. And I just need to go home. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That'll um, mess you up for sure. What, what are the good stories that we have? I was going to say, um, we can do one more. What's your favorite festival memory ever? Um, well, I have one which sucks because like me and this guy are no longer friends, but oh. it was definitely a very memorable moment with this guy. Um, we were like really close friends and we decided to go to EDC together. And so there's just something said when you and whoever you're with are on the same page constantly. And you guys are just mm -hmm. like, want to go to the same sets. You guys want to yeah. do the same thing. And there is something said to having friends that, you know, you can relate to in that aspect. And it honestly, your friends will make the festival more than the sets will. Yeah. So as long as you have your friends there and, and it was great. We met more people and stuff like that. And Post Malone was playing and, I don't know why Post Malone at an EDM festival made me like have I was good there memories at that set. <laughs> yeah, so good. It was so good. <laughs> I was not gonna miss that. And it was like, because yeah. I'm 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 definitely like a like a Coachella kid at heart. Like, you know, yeah. when it comes down to it, I love all genres and yeah, I love same. jumping around. So so I got because I got a ticket for Life is Beautiful. Oh yeah. But now it's in the same week as Imagine. Oh, and I'm not going to get FOMO. So I'm going to go to imagine. Yeah. Everyone's going to be there. <laughs> I know. You know how it is. It's like, I, I could go to life. is beautiful. See Billie Eilish for the first time, but oh, I know. I saw her Austin city limits 2019 and it was amazing. Oh, no. She should have had a, she should have had a nighttime set though. She only had a daytime set, which I was kind of like, meh, it was sunset which was kind of nice, uh, but I love her so much. And this is like, Same. she's the only reason why I'm like debating. And like, I, 
I already know the answer. It's going to be where the people are at. Same thing happened last year. I yeah. imagine the people were there. I enjoyed it more. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going to go. But honestly, any moment at EDC has been probably like the best things ever. But I do want to mix it up. And I do want to do Electric Forest at some point too. And yep. <laughs> so maybe one that's day not- I'll do Electric Forest. I could have done it last this last time, but I sold my... I, I gave my loyalty code to a friend of mine and I think she wanted to go more than I did. So I didn't mm-hmm. mind, yeah. uh, but electric forest will be there. And I think I'll have a great time there too. But most of my, most of my like favorite memories festival related, I have all been at EDC. There yeah. has only been, uh, I mean, imagine is kind of there, but imagine was more of a smaller thing. If it wasn't for all the content creators, influencers and friends I had there and DJs that I knew um, it wouldn't be up there, but I think, man, that the people being at Imagine was definitely a good memory for me. Yeah, it was like, so much fun. Me and me and uh, the Fresh Raver just running around loose yeah. like that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, me, Emma, and Taylor getting to run yeah, around like and I saw see everyone. Like it was just so much fun. Definitely yeah, you, you excited to go back. Yeah, so that's like I, I, I somebody just messaged me literally like an hour before we we got on. I'm like, hey, are you selling that Life is Beautiful ticket? <laughs> Break my heart, man. Yeah, right. I posted about going to EDC and someone DM'd me, you got your seismic tickets for sale? And I was like, no. <laughs> well, I promote it. I like earned mine. So I can't like sell those tickets, you know, like I, right. I earned promoter ones, but I was like, they're not for sale. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you know, my most frequently asked question though has been lately, are you going to Lost Lands? And I'm like, how is that my number one question? I've never once said I'm going to Lost mine. Lands. Everyone always asks me if I'm yeah, everyone always asks me if I'm going to Lost Lands. And I'm like, me? You think <laughs> you think this can survive Lost Lands? I'm really, I'm really flattered you think I could survive a festival like that, but I could I could already I could already picture like your outfit though, and it'd be, I feel like it'd be similar to like um rhythm rhythm Emma. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Have you ever seen like Emma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like her, her I, alter I, ego. I can't do it, but no hate to Lost Lands. It's just, I need other genres. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to Forbidden Kingdom um, and that's already going to be a lot of bass and dubstep yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm doing my part to get that in for the year. Um, yeah. Oh, when is Forbidden Kingdom? So that's in June. Okay. And the uh, the owners of Forbidden Kingdom were supposed to be at abduction and they were having a meetup and everything, but that's like another thing, all these cool meetups, right? So like uh... Pepe and, uh, and Alma were going to be there. And I wanted to stop by and say hi. And then the wink kicked in and that just never happened. And I feel bad for the people who go into my radiant meetup because I feel like, they, I don't know. I feel bad. Cause like, I feel like people were like really excited to take that group picture and like, yeah. I mean, some yeah. people did get to see me and they posted on there like, Oh, I got to see the blue princess and frisky hug. And yeah. it makes me feel super. It, it's super humbling. Yeah. When somebody posts about you and like, Hey, I got to, I, I got to meet one of my favorite creators. And I'm like, that makes me so humbled because I put a lot of work and effort. Like it's like a TikTok. I'm putting in the work. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I worked yeah. so hard and I'm like about yeah. to hit 10K on TikTok and I'm like super happy because like those videos are not easy. No, they're not. No, you and, and I like, have been grinding to get to yes, 10K. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. And I'm about to read. I'm like 20 away now. I, the Ray Dora video I just Yay. posted, I think is getting me there. So that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on Festival Tales podcast and joining me today. Let everyone know where they can find you at, where they where can they follow you at? 
So it's Frisky Hug on every single platform, and that's YouTube, Twitter, even Radiate. It's Frisky Hug. I had actually failed change it to Frisky Hug. He's like, is that cool? <laughs> Completely fine, my dude. And then yeah. um, I also have a TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat if you want to. Everything's Frisky Hug. Awesome. And what festivals will you be at this year? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Oh, shoot. I had the list, but it's on my phone. So I'll try to hit it with the, with my brain. So I have upcoming Abby Dubby, which we get to see each other for. Yay. I'm super excited for that. It's been so long. I, okay. I know you're not having a meetup, but I am. Okay, great. So you're more than welcome to just kind of like weasel through and say hi. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pop on by. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I already got some like haters already for just going to abduction. And I'm, like, I'm glad like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, I'm going to have a, a Radiate meetup for Abu Dhabi. I have to tell Radiate that I'm doing that first before I start spilling the beans. <laughs> this will be up next so, week, so you got time. <laughs> yeah. And then I got Forbidden Kingdom, which is in June. I am going to EDC Las Vegas, which we will see each other again, right? Yes. I think. Yep, I'll be there. Yes. Okay, so that's a, that's going to be a big one. Um, I imagine just, just got thrown on the list. And yeah. I'm trying to do Breakaway because I'm one of their promoters. So oh, I'm yeah. trying to see which one to go to for that. Um, but if anybody's listening to this and wants me to go to another festival, DM me. Because <laughs> I'm still <laughs> looking to see what other ones I want to go to. You know? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's, yeah, all the ones on the list so far. Yeah, so far. Oh. Who knows what fall's going to look like? <laughs> well, what do you think? because somebody's trying to trade me my life is beautiful ticket for a Bonnaroo ticket. What do you think about Bonnaroo? Uh, like in terms of the festival? Yeah. I've never, I've, never, been, I don't know. I've never been, I've heard good things. Um, it might be good that it's in September. Cause I heard it's really mm. hot when it's in June. Um, I don't know what the weather's like in September. So people can tell, talk about that, but I've always heard it's a really great experience. I've always wanted to go, but because it's so close to forest, I've never been able to pull it off. Yeah. But now that I don't have a job and I'm self-employed, I can. We love, we love that for you. Yes. I, yeah. I can make that happen. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about like time off and stuff. So I think next year I might try and go to Bonnaroo. We'll see. I think you'd like it, especially if you like multi-genre stuff, yeah. like, cause Bonnaroo has like a little bit of everything. Right. Yeah. Cause I went to, I went to Buku and I was like in love with Buku. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been, but Buku is a good one too. Buku, I was supposed to go for 2020. I had a press pass and I was so sad. Oh no. <laughs> that lineup was so good. I was oh. so ready to go. I was so excited. Cause so, I was like, Elenium's that's dead. Like I had just gotten out of my breakup. I was like, I'm ready for this. Yeah. Uh, you're thriving. Like, Hey, Yeah, I was ready to go, but it is, or is, it that is. Gonna, is that going to transfer over at least? Or is that like a whole new application um, process? I'm sure I'll have to reapply, but like, I mean, I think I'll be fine because I'll mm. submit the same plan I had. And by then the brand will be even bigger. So I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buku is amazing. Uh, have you ever been to NOLA? No, I've never been. So I was excited so, for like all of that. So Bourbon Street doesn't, yeah. it never sleeps. It's just, yeah. So after Buku, I think ended like at yeah, like a 12, I think we all went to Bourbon Street until four and just party like every single wow. there's, there's like 27 bars or 40 bars. Yeah. Or who knows how many just lined up and they I, I went back in the morning and they're like, um, like pressure washing the streets like every oh morning. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. So make your way yeah. down there if you do that. It's, it's a lot of fun. 
Awesome. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. I'm so excited to run into you at Ubi Dubi. I can't wait. Ah, it's so fun. And we'll have more stories to tell. But yep. thanks again for joining. You guys, be sure to go check out Frisky Hug. Give him all the love. Tell that tell him that Festival Tales podcast sent you. Um, get your stories in. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And we will see you in the next one. Bye. Later, guys.